Hello there, this is Sherry Burton Ways, and I am your interior environment coach. And this is the inaugural podcast for Sacred Spaces Design Psychology 101, a series that I'm putting together to help and enhance people who are interested and transforming their lives and their interior spaces. Hi, I am Sherry Burton Ways again, an award-winning author, trainer, speaker, certified interior environment coach, and certified feng shui consultant. I uh, have a mission to use my creative gifts to inspire and educate people and organizations to create peaceful and productive interior environments. I am also the author of two books. One, Feel Good Spaces, Decorating Your Home for the Body, Mind, and Spirit, which came out in 2012. And my latest book is Landing on Your Feet and Putting Down Roots, 21 Rituals to Transform Your Life and Interior Space that came out last year and I'm so excited to get started talking a little bit about design psychology, impact of your environments on your home and your life and all kinds of things and this is a scary moment for me, I must admit. I Never thought I would do a podcast. It's been something I've been thinking about off and on for many years. And um, I'm so happy to share this moment um, with each of you uh, to talk a little bit about this subject. Now, I'm going to say something that maybe some people will like or may not like, but this podcast is not your typical DIY interior design decorating podcast. This podcast is mostly about how to use some decorative elements to enhance your spaces and increase productivity, transform your life, reset your life, reprogram your energy. Um, So that's what we're really talking about here. If you're looking for Um, how to decorate your home for under $100 or um, something like that. Um, This is not what this podcast is about. Um, I've been doing this work since 2004. I am a certified feng shui specialist um, consultant and um, have uh, worked in a variety of different environments. I became certified Back in 2004, when I started my business, uh, Creative Ways and Solutions, and um, married that with uh, my background in decorating and design, and um, really believe in creating spaces that transforms people's lives in a bigger way than just an aesthetic exercise and decorating. So if you're into that, if you're interested in how to create peaceful and productive environments for yourself, for others, this is the podcast for you. We will be exploring a bunch of different ideas, approaches, things like Vastu, Feng Shui, 
color therapy, um, all kinds of things, uh, wabi-sabi, um, other elements, things that I've talked about in my previous books and my speaking engagements. Um, decluttering uh, is yet another area that's big in understanding how the environment impacts you. But I first thought I would, um, since I have this opportunity, and this is the inaugural episode, is to define what design psychology is. Um, It's a brand new field, Um, only been out for a little while. Uh, I have been looking at design psychology as a new um, level of work that I'm doing. I decided uh, within the last six months before doing this podcast that I wanted to really get away from doing a lot in the area of pure interior design. Uh, I've been working in design for many years, uh, have designed buildings, apartment buildings, condos, uh, residences, bakeries, dentist offices, all kinds of things and uh, places. And um, while I love and enjoy doing those things, I am moving towards doing more coaching around understanding our mental, physical, and spiritual wellness and how the physical environment impacts those things because they are very, very important. And a lot of folks aren't really making They're beginning to. Let me step back a minute. You know, a lot of folks are beginning to make that connection. I'm beginning to see designers working or um, working in that area, making those linkages and so forth. But I'm approaching it a little bit different from the standpoint that I want to coach people who are DIYers, who want to do it themselves, but they just not sure how to bring those elements together or understand what's important to them to make their interiors for themselves as well as maybe even for others. If someone is a decorator or designer who's interested in moving forward in this area, you know, how do we we create these environments that's going to um, enhance our lives um, make a bigger impact and of who we are. One of the things that I'm noticing today is, um, you know, there's a lot going on around the world now, uh, both nationally, internationally, and we have so much to think about. There's so much in the areas of safety, security, feeling good about ourselves, um, seeing lack of morality coming into play, seeing um, uh, some people's lives placed in danger that wasn't before and things like that. So we are constantly bombarded with stress and all kinds of things. And I know for myself, I'm I'm dealing with it. Um, I'm also dealing with my own transformation and transition in my own personal life and as I am uh, dawning on the age of 50 this year and um, trying to figure out what that looks like, what's the next 30 to 40 years going to look like for me 
and what do I need to do to prepare for that time. So um, having said all of that, um, our environments can impact us to stay grounded, which we need to do uh, for those of us who are empaths and healers and thing um, amongst other modalities who are out there helping people we need to stay grounded and there's so many different things to do that whether we're doing yoga meditation or what have you we need to stay grounded and we can use all of those tools and and eastern philosophies as well as western philosophies uh, prayer uh, going to church um, you know whatever it works for you for grounding that's what we're about, but we can also use our interior environments to do so as well. So um, I thought what we would do first is define what design psychology is, um, which is a really interesting field. It fascinates me. I'm such a nerd. I am such a nerd. I've been a nerd for a long time. And I love to study and figure things out and really dig deeper, you know, in in whatever I'm doing. Um, In my past, I was an urban planner and I did a lot of research and understanding our our exterior environment, you know, where our roadways were going and how was that impacting our communities and things like that. And I've transferred a lot of my passion for that into understanding how our interior environment impacts us as well, which is, you know, really exciting. So I kind of fell into this whole thing called design psychology. Um, And I I liken it back to um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. um, I would let's go back to 1998. Uh, 1997, I'll go back to first, um, I uh, finished my master's degree in urban planning and um, got married and uh, purchased our first home and was working in a very uh, limiting environment in which there was a lot of isms going on without going into too much detail. And each day I really wanted to come home and feel good and reinforce who I was as a woman, as an African-American, and all those great things and um, that I wasn't experiencing in the work world. So at that time, I didn't even realize I was an empath or that I was sensitive um, to my environment. But, um, you know, through the years, I've discovered, you know, how much more I was and which led me to create my first home Uh, as a reflection of myself. Um, With the help of my then husband, we created a very um, ethnic um, celebration of ourselves and used colors that were grounding and decor, pillows, colors, wall colors, um, fabrics, all kinds of things to just kind of reinforce our um, belief in who we were uh, at that particular time. And of course, uh, people really resonated with that. They really thought, you know, people that would visit our home, oh my goodness, how did you get this? What did you do? How did you, you know, and a lot of people who know me, uh, who have known me for years, um, have heard this story. And um, 
that's my first foray into design psychology. It was basically decorating my home to impact or trigger a positive, healthy response for myself. So through that experience, I went back to school and um, decided to, uh, you know, pursue design. And then I studied feng shui and and then just started on this journey of creating what I call feel-good spaces, which is based on my first book, Feel-Good Spaces, Decorating Your Home for the Body, Mind, and Spirit. I just basically looked at color psychology, feng shui, holistic design, um, and then some elements of psychology uh, and the environment to create a specialized field of design that uh, I wanted to share with the world through this book. And it was just phenomenal. That came out in 2012 and, you know, was an Amazon bestseller and all those great things. So, um, so I know this works and I, I still get people talking about how great that book was and how mind blowing it was. And it actually hit the top 50, um, Oh, no, I'm sorry, the top 30 um, feng shui books of all time um, that's been printed. So I was really proud of that accomplishment. So design psychology um, concerns the environment in which people live and the relationship between the environment and what kind of behavioral effects it has on inhabitants. So the aim here is to create a positive emotional response through design and decorating to better suit the needs and desires of those who inhabit the space. So basically, we are defining it as a practice of using psychology to make decorating decisions for emotional impact. You know, that's deep. That's deep. And I never even realized that just by playing around with my own place, that that's really what I was doing, right? So it's, it's, it's understanding what makes you happy in your home, you know, and identifying things in your home that may cause you stress or negative triggers. And then thinking through what specific places in your home that are maybe particularly bringing you down or making you happy? And, you know, are there certain dysfunctional systems taking place in your home that is causing you a tremendous amount of stress, right? So there's so many ways to really look at this and to understand what this is and and how we can go about creating spaces for ourselves that will also impact positively on ourselves, whether we want a career change or to bring um, a partner into our lives or um, become more creative, to be more at peace or what have you. We can use our interior environments as catalysts for change and transformation. And... um, I think that's really, really sexy, if you think about it. It's, it's a new way of looking at design. So let's go back for a minute. You know, back in the 90s, um, in the 2000s, the early part of our century, 
um, we were into high impact design. There was so much uh, on HGTV. We were uh, wanting our homes to look like uh, we saw on the transformational shows. We wanted it fast. We wanted big, big mansions. We wanted spaces that looked like the model homes that we were walking into and all kinds of stuff, right? We wanted bigger, better, lots of stuff, lots of bling, lots of whatever. And then something happened. Back in 2008, we had a major fall in the economy. People began to really look at their spaces. Uh, A lot of times I was brought in to retrofit something that they created that they thought they wanted, but was not personalized, did not create the impact the effectiveness, the feel they were looking for. They were just simply living and existing and really um, reflecting on a space that wasn't really theirs, right? So what did I have to do? Is make it cozier, warmer. You kept hearing those kinds of words, right? I want my space to feel good. Not just look good, but feel good. So you know, I was bringing, brought in to do a lot of that kind of work and um, understanding, you know, the furnishings and the colors and all of those things. Now, what are we seeing a trend of? What? Smaller spaces, smaller condos, efficiencies, tiny homes, smaller, downsizing, all kinds of things like that, right? That's not by accident. What do you think happened? We became more and more wanting a comfortable, feel-good space in which we felt more relaxed and wanting to make a bigger impact in our lives. So if you notice on HGTV, you don't even see a lot of those shows anymore. You know, everything is, is a little, it's much more different now, cozier. Uh, reusing uh, furnishings, more, um, less perfect, you know, more wabi-sabi, which is a Japanese term for imperfection. Um, So we wanted these things. So um, my job um, as a coach, as your interior environment coach, is to create a space or help you figure out how to create a space that's going to be a lot more intentional. Intentional is a heavy word. Um, One of my favorite authors is Dr. Wayne Dyer, and he talked about the power of intention and how we can create intention in our lives. And I use that as a guidebook for my my own life as well as the work that I do. And it all starts with intention. You know, it all starts with understanding who we are as individuals and what our intent is, right? What is our personal mission statement? How do we become better people? What is it we want out of our lives? So I invite you um, to um, explore what your intention is. Explore who you are as an individual. And then from there, determine what kind of space is going to uplift you 
to live whatever dream that you have for yourself. That's so important. It's not always about what others want for us, but what do we want for ourselves? And how do we want that to show up in our interiors? How do we show it in the furniture that we select? Or the colors on our wall? Or the art that is shown in our spaces? How do we show that? So that's that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about those things and more. So as we um, discuss it from the very beginning and we begin to explore what these things are, um, I want you to kind of start to think about what do you think your personal mission statement is? Write it down doesn't have to be perfect. What is your personal mission statement? Understanding who are you? What do you put on earth to do? Not just your job, not your um, job description, but just who are you? And then begin to think about your home. Take a tour of your home. Think about what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Write, make a list of all the rooms and Tear it apart. What are the pros of that room and what are the cons of that room? Um, maybe you like the colors of the walls or the, you, maybe you like the art or you like the furniture or maybe your, your place is decluttered and you're frustrated and you want to get better organized or you don't like the shape of the room or what have you. I know for myself, for example, I'm, I'm living in a, a home that I'm renting So I'm frustrated on a lot of things. There's a lot of things I want to upgrade, I want to renovate and do. And I can't do that because the home is not um, officially mine, but it is a temporary home until I'm able to uh, purchase my new home. But in any case, you know, I have to look at it objectively as to there are many enhancements I can make to it that doesn't have to be totally physical. Um, What are those things, and how do I incorporate them? We're going to explore that through this podcast. Um, This podcast is really not going to be about interviewing a bunch of other people in this series. A future series will do that. But we are going to be um, talking um, more or less about a lot of what I've learned over the years, Uh, things that I write about, things that I speak about. For example, you know, we'll get into clutter. I'm, I'm teaching, I live in the Silver Spring, Maryland area, uh, right outside of Washington, D.C., in Montgomery County, Maryland, one of the wealthier counties in the United States. Uh, and uh, they have a community college called Montgomery County Community College, and I teach there uh, in their Lifelong Learning Institute. Um, and I'm teaching uh, retirees and older people on how to downsize and declutter their homes. And it's becoming a more and more popular class. My um, uh, director contacted me a couple weeks ago and said, you know, um, ever since we introduced this class, you know, um, we're we're teaching a summer session. I'm doing only two classes, but hopefully it will expand to more. So stay tuned on that. And uh, she was saying, this class is just growing and growing. Every time we 
offer it, we just get more and more people registering. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because people, the class is called Declutter Your Life Space and Prosper. So my approach to teaching it is not just talking about decluttering, you know, techniques, but just delving deeper into understanding what clutter is about, how do we get there, what kind of clutter person we are and that kind of thing and how is that impacting ourselves and our environment and then we get to ways to eliminate it so um, I'm taking it from a different approach not just a, you know how do you declutter okay anybody can figure that out but yeah I think sometimes we need to understand how do we get where we are how did our interiors get to where it is how do we um, how do we surround ourselves with things that we love and cherish? And how can those be triggers for progress and uh, for our identity? And how do we create these beautiful interiors that serve us, not other people? So that's what this whole podcast is about. And I'm so excited to share these things with you. So your first assignment from this uh, podcast is to set your intention and to write your personal mission statement and understand what that is and how that works. And then um, take a tour of your space and, and just begin to uh, think about what you like about it and what you dislike about it. And not, not so much necessarily trying to figure out how to change it right now. We'll get into ways of doing that later but just begin to identify the problem, so to speak. So um, as in this podcast, um, I am going to, because I'm solely speaking and sponsoring this podcast, will tell you about um, other organizations and uh, that I support as personal commercials. Um, so bear with me. And I appreciate it because I, I believe in giving back to my community, um, to society, and to increase opportunities, particularly around women, um, for being able to take care of themselves better and making sure through life transitions, such as what I've gone through myself um, the last several years after ending a marriage and rebuilding my life and reliving again and understanding how my interior impacts my progress, I really like to give back um, in that regard as well. And because I'm in the Washington, D.C. area, one of my favorite uh, charities is Calvary Women's Services. And uh, this organization is based in southeast Washington, D.C., which is a, um, a, a community that's, that's moving forward to progression um, but um, it's for homeless women in, in Washington, D.C. to transform their lives through housing, health, education, and employment. And their website is uh, www.calvaryservices.org. And uh, I s invite those listening to uh, check out that website and um, consider donating um, your resources to help women in need transform their lives through a new home um, and um, health education and other programs to enrich their lives. So I will be talking a little bit about um, different um, organizations that I support um, 
through the effort that I'm doing on this podcast to um, enhance other people's lives. So with that, I am going to say um, thank you for being an avid listener to this first inaugural podcast. It was a short one, but I wanted to just introduce myself, um, let you know who I am and why design psychology is important. Um, Stay tuned for other announcements of the episodes. There'll be a total of 10, being this is being the first. Um, And if you have questions or concerns, check me out on um, my website, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, Burton, B-U-R-T-O-N, Ways, W-A-Y-S dot com. Um, and I am on Instagram at um, Interior Environ Coach. Um, and that's the work that I do. I work to help individuals. I do speaking engagements, writings, um, uh, and so forth. And you'll learn more about some of the things that I contribute to and the work that I'm doing and giving you tips and pointers along the way as to how you too can create your own sacred space, a home that's going to be truly reflective of you. Um, We're going to get into a little bit of feng shui and some other things that you may be curious about uh, through this podcast. As always, I am your interior environment coach, and I'm here to support and serve you to create an interior that better reflects who you are and helps you enhance and reset your life. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Take care.